0: Be more productive, be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of for First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing.
1: Good morning, everyone. Andrew Taylor here. We have Sean Mike with us. Sean, thank you for coming in today. Hey. You, you can't yeah, you can't not do that. Just, sorry. I just that's All not right. okay. It's not acceptable. The first question is from uh Stephen Yi and it is what is the importance of selling while while building an agency and what's the psychology behind it?
0: Um, you know, when you look at this business and how it's been run for a very long time, you look at the turnover that most agencies tend to to deal with and most businesses tend to deal with. The reality is that what's happening is you get men or women that for the first time in their lives have built a business where they're making some kind of override, right? And then they decide, most of them decide, well, I'm not going to work anymore. Like, you know, I got 10 people selling some life insurance and I'm probably it's not going to work anymore. And the problem is that it implodes. So you... Have people on your team that you're asking to do something you're not willing to do. You have on your have people on your team that are looking for the model to be validated. And also, I don't care if you're talking them about their leads, budgeting, accountant, whatever you're talking to them about. Why would they listen to you? Because at the end of the day, you don't have to be the number one salesperson. You don't have to sell for the rest of your life. But as you're building a business, you'll need the money to invest. So everybody's like, How's, what's the fastest way to grow a business? Doing 30 every month which is not complicated, paying all your bills, living your life, having the extra money to put back in your business, hiring a staff or two, and then showing the people around you that it can be done and also showing them that you're in it with them. Like, dude, we're in this together. We're doing the exact same thing, you and I. And I think it's one of those things, Andrew, where the psychology of an override is is important. And I think for me, when I got my insurance license and I wanted to build a business, I said, all right, I'm going to sell as much if not more than everybody else. And I'm going to do that while I'm recruiting people, and I'm going to show them they can do the exact same thing, but I'm going to be in the trenches with them, fighting, working, and and, and empowering them. And it gave me the ability, I think, at times when I needed to be – it's like with your clients. Show up on time, do what you're supposed to do, put forth the right effort. You tend to have a better relationship with them where they're listening to you. It's the same thing with agents. you know. So I was able to push, I think, a little bit harder with people than some other people were. Because they'd say, what are your numbers like? Or how much did you do today? And the person's like, dude, screw you. That's what they're thinking. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, leave me alone. Stop with your dumb text. Because you're sitting at your house. But I'm like, hey, Drew, how's it going today, bro? Good day, bad day, whatever. What's going on? You're going to answer me. Because I'm out there doing it as well. You know? And then I, i I tell you whatever I'm doing. If I'm having a bad day, I tell you. If I'm having a good day, I tell you. Whatever the deal is, I'm trying to support you and empower you. But you tended to give me more leeway as it pertains to what I was asking because I was doing the same thing you were doing. And it's not only is it important, it's vital. Like I, I don't now if you come in and you money's and when I say money's not up, I don't mean you have twenty four hundred dollars in the bank. I mean like you have money coming in already. You've either built the business, I don't know how it comes in, family, whatever. You do not need the money to build the business. You already make 56, 70, 80 grand a month. And you're like, dude, I want to build a business here. I don't need to sell to do that. I still told people I'd go sell for my first I'd just go sell for a year. I would do it. I have people here that we know are trying to because what we found, Andrew, is just like you, Mark, give you a bunch of other examples, people that were selling at a high level and <clears throat> building a business, you're not lazy, but you're like, All right, I hit a million a month. So now I need to come out of the field. And then you come out of the field and you're looking for stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And you're bored. I mean, quite frankly, this is a phenomenal business because you can have 100, 200, 300 agents out there. We have systems in place. We built it so it's system-driven. So now you're like, what do I do today? Let me find out what's going on with numbers. Let me reach out to people. Let me bother them. I don't. Those that can't manage, micromanage. And those that don't have anything to do, micromanage. It's not just maybe you are a good manager when there's things to manage. You have nothing to manage. So you're sitting around going like, I got nothing to do. Let me call this guy up and see why I didn't sell yesterday. Harry knows he didn't sell. He don't need you non-selling behind to call him and ask him why. So I think it's vital. It's crucial. Um, I think, and again, everybody can't be number one producer. I get that. That's ludicrous. Everybody cannot be number one. So, but are you doing enough where when somebody goes, you know what it's like, and you go, I do know what it's like. I know it's like to be on the phone, on Zoom, and in the home, and driving the appointments, and booking the appointments, because you're doing it. So that psychology, Andrew, when you watch people, like you watch sports, some of the coaches that never played, it takes them longer. You go, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. They might be really good coaches, but it takes them longer to earn the respect and credibility from their, their players because they didn't do it. It doesn't mean they can't be good at it, but I'm just telling you, I always wanted to shorten the learning curve for us. So um, I think it's one of the reasons a lot of people succeed, and it's one of the reasons some people just can't build it.
1: So a lot of companies, they brag about you know, getting overrides and not having to sell.
0: Well, think about this, Andrew. And by the way, we recruit other people. They can't eclipse, they can't do 1 of the volume we do. But I think that was a very old school way of thinking it. I think it assumed most people are stupid. If you work at a company, think about it, let me ask Let me ask you a question, Andrew. If you work at a company and the company's claim to fame is we make overrides, don't do anything. We get eight, 10 people to sell some insurance. We don't have to do anything at all during the day. And you're one of those eight or 10 people selling. Would you want to quit? Yeah. I would. Why would you not want to quit? And we had people join us because they were that's who they were. That was their deal there. And I think that's that old school, I'm going to run an MLM, I'm not going to do anything, and you're put here. And I think the reason that it's backfiring is they thought they owned their agents, and they thought the agents were concerned to leave, and they thought they could treat them however they wanted to. Could you imagine? You remember being at my old company, and one of the guys that worked there said, isn't it funny because this guy – brings in all these cars and all the stuff he has and none of us could ever afford to have that stuff while we're working here. And I'll never forget that. I was like, you're right. He's like, so what are we doing? Like, none of us could ever afford that. He's making so much off, none of us could ever afford that. So I think it's been a best, very good recruiting tool for us, but Andrew, I'm not going to argue. I'm not trying to make sense on nonsense, and I ain't going to argue with stupid. Like, If, well, if it makes sense... one I thing al- I
1: always said is, like, I don't care how much money someone makes. The amount of money you make for helping someone... Off a lead is mm. stupid. No, it's it, it's a hundred percent. But well,
0: but well, let me let me. I do care how much money you're making if you only have eight or ten people doing. it. Like I, I do care if you're if I'm making sixty percent comp, and you're keeping all this other comp. I do care how much money you're making because you're stealing it from me. No, if you're I'm, not stealing it from me, I'm totally fine. I'm saying
1: for me to sell myself, like I would go sell now. If I oh, I got time. that
0: point. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying to your question about the. The teams, the businesses, the claim to fame, the I'm doing this. I think a lot of those guys are rethinking that at this point in time. I think they're rethinking the whole situation because that doesn't work. It's an old, outdated model, and the whole thing just doesn't work. So I think, Andrew, Family First Life structured in such a way where, and again, if the way that everybody else built businesses works so well, then why don't they create all the people that are partnering with companies like we have? Why are people that have went out there, worked, sold, built, continued to work, partnered, been able to go ahead and get a bunch of money for their company, get a great structure, the whole deal, why have they not continued? Why have they not been able to replicate what we're doing? They can't. You know? So I think that, Um, but I, I to your point, dude, I don't know, I liked selling. like selling. I, and it was never a lot of work. It's all relative, right? If, I don't know, roofing houses, I'll oh, you give you a bunch of examples of things I did, but Selling life insurance? Dude, that wasn't a lot of work. Going to people's houses? The override I made on myself was the biggest override I could make? Like, I'd go out in the field today. I, I mean, I just, I loved it. So, you know, it's funny because a lot of people were saying that eight years ago. Whoa, well, here, you don't have to work at all. Like, dude, where in the world would it ever make sense that you have nothing proprietary, you have no patent, you have no warehouse full of anything, you haven't created anything, and somehow you think that you're going to, your, your, your mission statement is going to be, we don't work, and that's going to grow. It's not going to grow. And it doesn't grow. They literally cannot, they I mean everybody else cannot eclipse these tiny numbers. We do more in two weeks. Three weeks, than they do in a year. And they can't scale it because people are always going to quit. And I didn't want a high turnover. I wanted a company full of people that wanted to work here. I wanted to, to, to work hard to serve them well. And I didn't want to be turning people over every single day. That seemed like a lot of work.
1: So. If somebody is getting overrides and then what? what's your opinion on them, like, kind of bragging about what they have, like, look, well, I'm I think, at
0: the lake. I'm. But I actually think that's dumb. I don't, I don't even, you do what you want. You're an adult. But here's what I do know. When I got my license and I was selling two, three days a week because I had a full-time job, and the guys that had recruited me posted stuff about where they were at, vacation, the whole deal, the next time I saw them, I was always like, hey, bro, you're know, like, you can live your life. But I'm tell you what, I'm not the only one that's demotivated by you posting your crap. I'm not the only one demotivated. You're demotivating a lot of people, and they're on our team, and some of them are on my team. I recruited them. So stop it. You don't do anything, you don't sign your life insurance, you're making overrides, and that's fine. Except, dude, it's not 1948 anymore people have options, they have the internet, they can talk to people, they have social media, they know what's up, they know they're getting screwed, and they're going to quit. So, and again, I don't, Why? I've never seen any high level, anybody do that, that's that's not some social media, but I, like, dude, what are we trying to do? Are you trying to gain fans, or gain people who want to be in business with you? And I think that's that's the thing, I mean, it screams insecurity, if i got to show you what I'm doing all day long that's not inclusive of work. And, you know, the other struggle there is, how many people on your team, I always tell people, guys said me the other day, well... These guys, you know, I want to do it this way, and this other guy told me I couldn't, and I'm going to do it this way. And I go, dude, you went and did it your own way, and nobody followed you. You're not a leader. You're a guy for a went on a walk. There ain't nobody with you. And I think that at the end of the day, Andrew, where does that ever get you? Where's your win for you? Where's your win? You bragged to me about what you're doing and how you're not working. You think I want your lifestyle? You think that I'm getting my license because – I think I'm going to magically be rich in a couple of days and never have to work. No, doesn't make any kind of sense. So I just think we've done it very differently. The rest of the industry, we're going to continue to do it very differently.
1: Yeah, that's huge. Um, what do you say to a agent that says they can't manage selling and recruiting at the same time? Um, neither one's
0: a lot of work. So I get a little bit confused. You don't have to balance it. You know, people like, when do you sell every day? When do you recruit every day? I'm recruiting and selling every day. So if I had my appointments and said, here are my days that I'm selling through my appointments, I'm waiting on my appointments, the clients I was recruiting, my friends I was recruiting, people on social media I was recruiting. I was always recruiting. I think that's a good cop out, though, right? Like, I can't just can't do them both at the same time. I don't know. I mean, thank God people don't do it. Thank God y'all didn't do that when AC was born. (laughs) Can't parent two kids. Dude, you could parent nine if you had nine. You'd you fi- you'd, you'd figure you because you have to so the problem is for a lot of people they don't have to recruit at a full-time basis and I'm not telling you you have to do anything but you're going to be selling life insurance for a very long time and living on you know getting by and what your efforts bring you and having no plan for your family if you don't build a business and uh, i I think you both you don't they're not exclusively similarly individually they do this it's what we do it's like playing offense and defense and basketball you play both. When you go on the court and you have the ball, you're on offense. Spins right bound, you're on defense. You got to play both.
1: A common thing is agents will um, make money, and they'll have more money than they've ever had, and then they seem to let off the gas, mm-hmm. and then give that effort when they have to because they they got comfortable. Do you have any opinion on why that happens or how somebody can avoid that?
0: Yeah, I think people don't – if you really don't know why you're doing this, that's easy. If you're doing it just to get by, then that's going to happen. If you don't believe that you and your family can have more and deserve more, then that will happen. I think that at the end of the day, Andrew, what I I struggle with is trying to figure out why if you could make – here was always my thing. If I could work every day and spend a couple years getting ahead forever – why would I want to work part-time for the rest of my life? That was always my thing. Like, why would I want to work 25, 30 hours a week until the day I died? As opposed to going, you know, I'm going to go knock down 60, 70 hours a week. I'm going to do it for a couple of years and build a big business. It's going to be nice, and it's going to have resi- it's gonna have money coming in. It's going to have real passive income, which would be great. But why am I not going to sell out right now? But I also, Andrew, wasn't doing this to be, you know, just to pay my bills. And, and I used to always always... Not joke, but say to people, like, what do you want on your headstone? That, you know, Tom was a good bill payer. And also in our business, Andrew, I think we don't explain it properly sometimes. You can't be consistent its advanced business. 30% of it's involved in 13 months. You literally can't be inconsistent, rather. You can't. You have to be consistent. <clears throat> because if you're inconsistent, it'll eat your life. Because the minute something charges back, and it will charge back, you have nothing to replace it. Yeah. Because you're not working, you know. So I think that it's – uh you just have to be aware of what it is and watch who around you that are doing this for more than just trying to get by. But, you know, it's funny. A lot of people complain about their situation in life, complain about their family situation, complain about where they came from, hate on people that had more than they do. You know what they do about it? Nothing. They do absolutely mother-freaking nothing. They complain about it. And they have the opportunity to work 60, hours a week. They have the opportunity to push through more. They have the opportunity to deal with adversity. But they, don't, they choose not to. And as soon as they have enough money in the bank, $2,100, they spend it. And then they're broke. And they go back to work because their back's against the wall. At some point in time, your back being against the wall is annoying. Mm -hmm. And at some point in time, you get pushed push through that wall. And you can lose a lot more than you think you can.
1: That's awesome. Well, thank you for coming in, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Saturday, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks, Sean.
0: Thank you, bud.